Oh my goodness, this nigga's still talking. Riding on these brakes, they still telling me to wait, wait. Hope when you say wait, you trying to say I should get tipped more. Hope when you say wait, you trying to say I need to bitch more. Talking about a wait, I've been waiting long as shit, boy. Graveyard shifts for the days I'm trying to live for. Niggas out of shape and it's that shit that they ain't fit for. I stay clean in this motherfucking shit store. That's why I'm yelling, fuck, fuck, fuck them all. We used to have options and remember that this cotton and it's not. So we do it with no loving for them. Said I used to want to give. That was back when we was kids and we did. Oh, my mama, now we want it all. Hey, guys. <laughs> How are you? How are you guys today, ladies and gents? Gents and ladies. And all those in between and out, be out between, you know. In between and this out between, I don't really know, y'all. Everybody want to be something different, and that's cool, I guess. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, even me, I'm just not. Nah. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Talking Podcast, though. This is Doc Now. And, well, I can't say this is necessarily different than any other podcast that we usually do. We're usually on some hater shit, I won't lie. Like, you know me. <laughs> Old school hater type shit, type vibes, you know. Got a lot of a lot of hateful stuff. It's going to be hating 101, all right? For those that don't know, that don't understand the stuff, that the time that comes with, with hating, the, the, the struggle, the power that comes with putting forth your hate out into the world. I'm here for you. I'm here to teach you how to hate. And we're going to do it through various message or methods. You know, various various utilities are, are going to be used as a hating mechanism. All right. And what perfect week to do this than the quote-unquote week of love. The quote-unquote week of love. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Now get your significant other something. Hey, 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 hey. And for you, for those in the Western societies, don't let your significant other gaslight you into thinking Valentine's Day is only for the gals. Or the gal presenting. <laughs> all right. That's just an excuse for them to be lazy bums. All right. So. I'm gonna get that out out there right right now. Don't don't let that happen. Ain't no way we we talking about a day of love and that's the only day and that's the only shit that and that shit's only for some reason for y'all for y'all girls and gals presenting folk. All right, nah, that shit is supposed to be for both partners. We not because at least if you're in other countries, I'm pretty sure Valentine's Day is actually naturally for the guys and then there's White's Day for the girls, specifically Japan. You see White's Day. I think that's March. Yeah, March 14th. What the fuck is Black Day? International Kissing? Yeah, these niggas just adding days. Uh, Black, what is Black Day? Hold on, real quick. Black Day is an unofficial holiday observed on April 14th each year. It's mostly observed by South Korean by singles. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Look, 
If you single, every day is your day, bro. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Black's day for singles. No, nigga. God damn, bro. Real quick, I feel like I've read this plenty of fucking times, bro. And this is celebrated in countries East and Southeast Asia. Uh, White Day is celebrated annually March 14th, one month after Valentine's Day, when people gave reciprocal gifts to those that gave them gifts. Valentine's Day it began in Japan in 1978. Its observance has spread to several other Asian nations and countries worldwide. Um... White Day celebrate. I'm going straight to the observation. White Day celebrated one month after Valentine's Day on March 14th in countries that observe White Day. Typically, Valentine's Day is celebrated by women and girls presenting chocolate gifts, either store bought or handmade, usually to other men and boys, as an expression of love, courtesy, or social obligation. On White Day, the reverse happens. The men who receive the Honmi Choco, which is just a girl's chocolate slash chocolate of love. <laughs> Or girl choco. Um, courtesy chocolate. Or oh no, it's not girl, it's gurry chocolate. Um on Valentine's Day are expected to return the favor by giving gifts to the woman. Gifts exchange happen between romantic partners, friends, co-workers. So that's what I'm saying. Western, they just kind of made it a solely um romantic thing. It's not usually. It's actually more similar to um how Valentine's Day was observed early elementary school, I feel like, when you were just giving everybody candies and chocolate, you know? But um, real quick, let's uh, watch this one Twitter video that I had sent to me a while ago. Yeah, February 4th, over over a week ago. Um, And the significance of it is just, um, well, Super Bowl just happened. So I guess that's the wider significance of it, but let's just go through it. It's a minute long. What's going on is that my birthday is February 10th, and my boyfriend just won two free tickets to Vegas for the Super Bowl, okay, which is essentially on my birthday, Mm -hmm. and he's abandoning me and taking his best friend in. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me explain. I'm not. Now, sorry. Let let me let me hear this this nigga's reasons first. I. I'll I will I'll say what I gotta say afterwards. Abandoning her, we could do something before or after. Okay. I've told her that so many times. Okay. So many times. Okay, but 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 listen, Derek, you could take me, and you're you're choosing to not take me, leave me all yeah. alone not... on my birthday. Wait, Derek, who are you taking with you? Someone else. I'm taking my best friend. I'm taking my best friend Brad. We've known each other for years. We best friend the game Brad. Sunday. I can't not take him. So he's a big football fan. Are you a football fan, Megan? Well, I'm not necessarily a fan of football, but I'm a fan of <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's- to be fair, it's hard. Like, nobody is not a fan of the quote-unquote idea of Vegas and whatnot. Like, everybody would want to go to Vegas. Like, it's not, like, and that's not to take anything away from her. That That's everybody. But I, I understand that. That's a, that's a sentiment. Gonna be there. <laughs> Watching like, and that's the thing. You're not gonna be in the booth with Taylor Swift. I don't. And there's a lot of Swifties that went to games just just to possibly be able to put on their binoculars and see Taylor Swift in, in the booths. I think that's kind of strange. If I'm going to a basketball game, I'm not necessarily looking to see who the fuck is sitting in the front row and see who's there. But hey. Your own prerogatives, of course. 
Perform. And Usher performing for sure. I'll take you to Usher. I'll take you to Taylor Swift, but not right now. No. Oh dang! I thought um I thought the person the one of the girls on the pod like the girl on the podcast would have talked because I would definitely would have wanted to hear her opinion as well. Me, if I'm being honest, and I've always stretched this uh or stressed this with all of my boys and my guys like, nigga, go take your significant out. I don't really like you about to make shit weird and stress between us. <laughs> like nigga, go visit your family, go do all that shit. That shit don't make sense to me, like in the long run of things. Like I'll say like the only reason why I would get it is if you don't you're not really fucking with her in the beginning. And at that point, why why we why are you still with her, bro? Is it Gucci good? Is it like, is it worth it? Because that's my thing. Like, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine going to Vegas with my significant other and not thinking, yeah, we're going to be able to have fun. We're not good. We're still like, the soup, like, we can, like, the Super Bowl is only like four, five hours, I'll say. And that's significant. I'm not saying that's not a significant amount of time. But keeping that in mind, it's just like, I can't, I can't imagine why you would need, why you like, it would be such a bad thing for you to take your girl. Besides, like, besides if she's literally at the game being bothersome the entire time. And I understand that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're trying to watch, like, if you're trying to watch something right and like, Sometimes it's not even like it's like you, they're not even paying attention. Like it's not it's not just like your girl or guy. It could, it could literally be anybody. Like when you're watching something and like they're rapidly asking questions, so you have to turn answer their questions a whole bunch, and you can't even pay attention to what you're watching. Yeah, no, nah, that shit that shit blows. That shit would blow me, especially like if you have like how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl, like. Buy get tickets to it. Like let's let's just look. Cost of average Super Bowl tickets this year, especially since it was in Vegas. So CBS News has the average cheapest and most expensive prices for the tickets. Golly, bro. You guys don't want me to block the shit with my ad blocker. God damn. How much did the cheapest Super Bowl tickets cost for 2024? Ticket sales to the matchup between blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Because I'm a hater for sure. <laughs> we'll get to that part later. With a fifth of tickets purchased in the last three days, StubHub reported sales rose 7% since Tuesday, and that percentage was increased to or expected to increase daily as Sunday drew closer. According to Ticket Marketplace, Super Bowl tickets prices typically jump immediately after conference championship games, which were played on January 29th, then fall as the game nears, according to the ticket resale site SeatGeek. Cheapest face value tickets for this year's Super Bowl sold directly by the NFL were around $2,000. And that price was after fans, including tickets, uh, season ticket holders, win the chance to fork over several grand to buy them via a lottery system.
nigga, you have to pay for the chance to get a Super Bowl ticket? You got me fucked up. I won't lie. You got me fucked up. You have to pay for the chance to get to get tickets. <laughs> oh yeah, I fucking bet. Yeah, these this shit is fucking rigged too. Just like the sports betting, just all the just like the fucking draft lotteries, all of that. See, at least the I'll say this, the NFL lottery, I don't be getting mad because at least it's just the old usually always the worst team gets the number one pick. Can can you have the number one pick twice in a row if you're the worst team two years in a row? You have the first pick in the NFL draft if you are the worst team twice. Or let me do two years in a row. The order of NFL draft goes in reverse order based off the overall regular season record. That's why the Panther, the Panthers own the first pick in the draft. Yeah, no, but I'm just I don't care about the tiebreaker. Like, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, bet. Reddit. Has has ever a team had back to back first pick in consecutive years? As as I and this is two years ago, as I see the Jaguars being super lame. I'm wondering if it's ever happened that a team had the first draft pick two years in a row. I'm from France, so sorry for English mistakes. This is not solid English. I don't know if you use a translator. Cleveland getting Garnet and Mayfield. Also, Cleveland getting Couch and Brown, 99 and 2000. Jesus Christ. But at least only one of those was involved, involved earning a number one pick. The other two are so much worse. And I'll interest y'all in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's do it in 99 in 2000 and then did again 17 to 18. All right. So I'm going to only re- I'm gonna read this last paragraph and be done, be done with this portion and go back to. Well, yeah, now nah, basically we'll, we'll go back to the expenses, the how expensive Super Bowl tickets are. But I'm just saying, at least like this, this is like the least rigged draft in a sense. Obviously, teams are tanking. Um, shit, there was a lawsuit about how uh, t- owners would seemingly seemingly hire black coaches in order to do their tanks, which is disgusting. <laughs> what do you think of if, you, if it's 100% true? And they settled it. And it was like Miami... A Miami owner had to do the settlement, and then um, someone uh, another the other team that like um, it was noted with was the Cleveland Browns. But there's a let me read this. There's a lot of fun issue with some of the older teams moving around. Um, that's for sure. I've heard Bill Burr talk about it. I've heard Urinating Tree talk about it. Like uh, the Houston Oilers, I believe. Was an interesting one, <laughs> or the Tennessee Oilers, one of the two, whatever the name was, or the place it was at originally. But we'll read. For example, the Washington Football Team were originally the Boston Braves. They chose the name when they formed in 1932 because they used the same stadium as the Boston Braves, as the baseball Boston Braves, who later relocated a couple times and became the Atlanta Braves. They changed their name to Redskins because they switched playing at Fenway Park, home of the Red Sox. Uh, they switched to playing at Fenway Park, home of the Red Sox, 
and the owner wanted to keep the imagery, logo, and et cetera, but tie it to the name of the Red Sox. Teams in different sports have similar names if they play at the same stadium. It was common back then. Having a Native American stereotype, but something to do with red made Redskins the obvious choice. They relocated a few years later to Washington, D.C. because that's where the owner is from. Regarding teams at the same stadium having the same name, the New York Giants and baseball New San Francisco Giants are another example. Both used to play in New York. Oddly enough, the Arizona Cardinals and baseball St. Louis Cardinals are not an example of this. Even though the Arizona Cardinals played in St. Louis from 1960 to 1987, the baseball St. Louis Cardinals have played in St. Louis their entire history and picked their names Cardinals. The football Arizona Cardinals have had their Cardinals name since 1901 when they were the Racine, later Chicago Cardinals. So that one is just a coincidence. But yeah, that's a uh, that's a quick one. There's another CBS Sports article about oh NBA back to. I don't think you could have it in NBA draft, could you? Back to back picks. I can't scroll down past this video. What the hell? What the fuck? Well, this video I guess covers. There's no X on it either. I guess I can only pause it. And, all right, well, who cares about that then? Now, the average Super Bowl price, uh, the average price of tickets, last-minute tickets Super Bowl were going as high as 37000 on the ticket resale platform, StubHub, Sunday afternoon, and 30000 on SeatGeek. StubHub told CBS News last week that the average price of a Super Bowl ticket was 8600 Ticketmaster, which serves the NFL's official ticket platform, showed the lowest price of tickets Sunday at 8000 so, going into that weekend, uh, the average is eighty six thousand, and the lowest is only eight thousand. So, how many or eighty? Not eighty six thousand. Eight eight thousand six hundred. My fault. How much were the most expensive Super Bowl tickets in twenty twenty four? Resellers were asking up to forty five thousand for a ticket on Ticketmaster as of late Wednesday afternoon. The service put the lowest price tickets at eight thousand three hundred and thirty three. On Sunday, how much for a sweet at Super Bowl? Yeah, no, that's you running. We're running pockets that niggas don't even have, bro. It's not even. We're not even gonna chat about that. Shit, man. Back in the day when Super Bowl tickets were only ninety dollars in nineteen sixty-seven. Shit, even in two in the two thousands, bro. That shit did not get like crazy until like two thousand six ish. Then after, and then there was just a huge spike. Around 2014, looking at this gar- graph, 2014, 2015, then an even bigger one after the whole 2020 fiasco, which, hey. And then 2023, 27,000, God But that's what I'm saying. The fact that you also had to do pay mo- like thousands for a raffle, too, if you wanted to get the original ticket, that's nasty. At that point, yeah, no, I wouldn't, What's going on? I wouldn't hate um, people for doing that but that's what I'm, all right but going back to like real quick to the actual original video this is all kind of based off of you know how to do a, a quick tangent just a little bit of a sideline bar we took the scenic route okay yeah 
at the end of the day, take your girlie out to Las Vegas, sir. That shit's weird. It's just weird, bro. Like you when you win tickets and you're not single, you can't take your friend, bro. Like almost to anything. And especially something as big as like traveling to a different fucking state and getting those like huge tickets. I do like as your friend, and I've said this to multiple people where I'm like, yeah, like if we even if we have stuff planned like way beforehand, I'll say that's the only thing that annoys me because I'm like, how you double book, or how how you not know how you not know it's about to go down. That's the only thing. But besides that portion of it, of course. Um, just cause like niggas, I, I, I've, I've also like, I, I clean, I, for me, I'd be cleaning out schedules. I'd be denying other people's requests if I had stuff planned. So, um, yeah, nah, at the end of the day, I'm like, that's the most understanding thing to me, bro. Like that's, that's not even a real question. I don't know why you wouldn't want to take your, not like, like I said, I do know why you would probably wouldn't want to take your girl. In my opinion, that shouldn't like you should just do it. <laughs> like either break up with them. Like if you if you don't feel like you could have fun in Las Vegas because you're assumably gonna be there for the weekend, or at least I would at least plan to be there for the entire weekend. I wouldn't want to just be there just just Super Bowl Sunday. But nah, if you like literally if you're getting a weekend trip and it's mostly fucking paid for to like a large extent or whatever. Usually they don't just give you Super Bowl tickets. They usually give you like a hotel or some shit too. Or they at least give you like discounts on them joints or whatever. So it wouldn't be like OD. Um, but yeah, I don't understand why. I don't think anybody could really like tell me that, that, that there's a reasonable thing. Like you can say, oh yeah, she doesn't watch the game or whatever. But it's like, hey man. That's literally at the end of your weekend, too. Like, the Super Bowl shit is at the end of your weekend. You're going to go drinking with your, your dog and whatnot, Las Vegas, shoot slots, do all that shit. Hey, I seen someone, even someone say you could both get prostitutes together. I wouldn't do that with my girl. Unless she really wants in. Only the girls. But. <laughs> uh, okay, somebody said it's a girlfriend. He's not wrong. If it's his wife, he'd be wrong. I would say... I would say that it, de- it also depends how long I've been dating the girl. Because I'll say this. A month or two in and I win that shit? Man, I just wouldn't have told her I won. I would just been like, yeah, I'm going out. I don't know, bro. Because that's also during her birthday, like, weekend, too, like. This is the 12th today. Zubo was on the 11th. And, yeah. But, like, because that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how, like, length might also matter. I'll say that. Because if I've only, like, I gotta be at least six months, bro. At least six months. You can't, you can't be expecting those types of things within, like, the first three months of your relationship type shit. Nah, bro. I'm going with my boy at that point. If the relationship started in December and it's February 10th, you're good, bro. Cause you're gonna get you're gonna get your birthday shit and you're gonna end up getting Valentine's Day shit. We already we already probably gonna have to double up for you. All right, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine without the Super Bowl, madam. But like I said, those are the only thing. After six months, I feel like 
to an extent, there's a obligation. And like this guy said, she's wrong. Don't know if I'd necessarily say she's wrong. I'll definitely say it definitely depends on the length of time. But it doesn't matter if he wants any peace for the rest of his life. And that's why I said, don't matter if you're not, if that's not what you're already caring about. <laughs> like, if that's, if she's not going, if you already know in your head, and this is what I'm saying. And when guys and girls do this, where it's like they'll stay in relationships that they don't feel like are going to last or make sense or whatever, just because like they're comfortable, they like having somebody and all that. So, but if you already know, and it's like, yeah, fuck it. I've just been kicking this can down the road. Then yeah, you might as well just end it there. That's That'd be my opinion. That'd be my opinion. Arguing that it's your best friend and that's why you should take him. Eh, I don't know. But obviously you can't go on a radio station and then argue like length and time because then you automatically seem like a dickhead. In my head, no, you don't. But for other people you do, for other people you do. All right, well, since we're already on the Super Bowl topic, let's begin the first instance of hating. All right, real quick, let me get the theme song in for the hate. We used to have options and remember that it's frickin' frackin' rigged. Could it be the Lions versus the Ravens? Uh. And look, I don't even know if it necessarily has to do with the quote-unquote black culture type shit or whatever. I remember people were suddenly saying it's going to be the Black Man Super Bowl. On Black History Month, this is what we needed. This is what we deserved. Honestly, i just been a fan of Lamar Jackson for a minute. Um, For him, I've never, like, 100% bought into, like, the idea that, oh, yeah, he he's just be choking in the playoffs until this this year. This year was bad. This year was bad. But I never really bought into it because I'm like, I feel like you we, we've usually given young younger people more fucking credit or more fucking time. I will say, as of recently, I think of a lot of football fans and media, mostly fan uh, or not football, but sports media, I've been like trying to like navigate the bus talks a little bit more nastily. Um, I'd say definitely for the within the NBA community, because like the Scoot Henderson conversations, I didn't understand why that was so fucking pre- prevalent in the beginning. Um, the only thing that I saw was some people having an argument that maybe the G League isn't as good as uh good for developing talent as maybe college would be which I can understand that or college or international gameplay. I would argue that international gameplay has shown to be the best. I wouldn't necessarily say college. I was just saying international game. It's just um, talent-wise, it feels like the pool hasn't been um, as good as it's been um, as of recently. I'd also argue that there's, there was always a stigma around various international players and what people wanted out of certain international players. So it was a lot harder for them to like actually get drafted and um, have be put into like good, uh, good, well-oiled machines in places. But if you're just trying to make the argument of just the superstars, 
that I've been coming from international. Uh, yeah, I understand that. Um, but I just didn't like Lamar Jackson. I don't even think he like started the season where he got when he got to them to the playoffs the first time, and then they lost. And for some reason, heavily like heavy backlash was on him. Other years where it's like he has no, literally no offensive weapons. Literally the same thing Brady left New one of the reasons that Brady left New England was a lack of weapons. But we're expecting a younger quarterback who I'll admit had some questionable pocket presence and pocket throws. And like or throwing ability, rather. We're putting that on him. And it's like, why would I why like why is he going to be expected to develop that when he has nobody to throw to? Finally, this year, they get him receivers. But then I'm like, his his best receiver is still his tight end. And then it, Mark Andrews gets injured. So we're expecting a a rookie, Zay Flowers, a Sort of kind of injury, OBJ, and then like an okay rest of the receiving bunch. Like nobody, you can't even really name people off of that. Other people off of there. And look, and I'm saying that's more of a casual NFL fan. Maybe if you're telling me like 100% Raven fans, maybe even other like um, people in the conference. But I was I was literally talking to somebody yesterday, and I was, he was all like, well, if we can give Zay Flowers all the praise, why can't we give him all the flack? And I'm like, you can give him flack, but that nigga's still a rookie. And I'm like, what pray? Like, what is the all the praise that he was getting? Like, he was getting praise because of what he was doing as a rookie. If he was like four or five years into his career, niggas would not be singing to him, singing his praises like this. Even arguably, how people were singing it, I don't even think people were singing it so that crazy. It was really just because he was a rookie that was given off a number one receiver type vibe, which is the first time Lamar Jackson has had that in his career. Now, I will 100% say, I don't know what the hell was going on. These niggas were saying, oh yeah, no, the Chiefs Chiefs might be a generational defense. I, man, I seen Dan Olavsky say that shit. He was, because he was going against Shannon Sharp. Right, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, because I'm still I'm um still itching to the Super Bowl. I'm just talking about this matchup. I kind of a little bit explored into it last last podcast, but it's like really I just didn't like the way the narratives were getting spun. Because it's like we're really acting like Lamar has always been like had the weapons. This year he has been he's looked the best. The his pocket feet have been like immaculate. So even watch, and this is me as someone who doesn't even watch a lot of football, but it's like, if you're telling me that like OBJ, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews is the only like thing, and then then the other thing was like, people are trying to tell me the defense, and I'm like, I remember people criticizing this defense heavily until the end of the year. Not heavily, not heavily. Let me, let me, not heavily. I remember people criticizing this defense because they said, there is no playmakers on defense in the sense that on like in the sense that, for example, on the Chiefs, there's the Jones, Chris Jones. On the 49ers, it's Trent Williams. He's even uh, the green 
Greenwell's guy that got injured. Like they had, like you can name people off of like most elite defenses. Shit, the fucking Steelers defense. TJ Watt. Like you can name someone off elite defenses usually. I'm pretty sure even the Browns defense usually you should be I, like I'm blanking on it now because I don't even watch the Browns. But even that that defense, which was said to be good, you could name people off the defense. Cowboys defense that people were everybody was raving about. You could name two to three people off that defense. And to be fair, that's the Cowboys. So they get a little bit more louder. But as I'm saying, you can still you can name multiple people off that one because they're loud, because how much louder people are. Like, even the Dolphins, uh, when they when they kept on talking about what you call it, being injured. And then him coming back. And then oh, multiple people on the Dolphins, on the Dolphins defense having injuries. Like we but the Ravens, it was like a defense by committee, which isn't necessarily bad. However, it comes to an issue when there's no real game changers on that end. And they, I feel like they still played the Chiefs well and close. It was 17-10 with Ravens having ample opportunities. I just don't know. I just don't know, man. People were saying that they were, like, stamping the or stampering the, the the running game or – like the Chiefs, the Chiefs just had an elite level defense this entire year, and now because and this is what I'm saying, I was, I'm not even, I'm not even a Patrick Mahomes or Chiefs hater. This year, I'll say I probably got closer to it than I've ever been, and that was more as the year went on because it was getting nasty the way the NFL was even promoting the Swifty shit in the beginning when you're having controversial games being won by the Chiefs. And then you're gonna post two and O Chiefs two and O as Swifties, which is like nasty work. Knowing that there's controversial plays, knowing that they haven't like the Chiefs complaining that they should be allowed to be offsides because they aren't they haven't been called offsides enough throughout the season was stupid to me. But this is what I'm talking about, where it's like these are the controversial shit that niggas were getting upset about. And it's like, yeah, and it, and it caused a lot of people to have anger towards Taylor Swift, not the Chiefs. Most people like, and this is what I was talking. I was talking to a Giants fan yesterday. Was like, and look, yes, it was Mahomes gawking. Like he was a Mahomes gawker, and that like I don't even use that word light, lightly. And I was on the phone. He was on uh, one of my my guy's phones. Uh, we were driving from uh, a restaurant, and. The way he was chatting about, like, you would think he was a Chiefs fan. Like, no, you wouldn't even think. You would think that he's known Patrick. He known Patrick Mahomes since birth. Because I've never heard anybody talk like this about any, almost any other player. And I know LeBron Gawkers. I've never seen this type, this level of fucking commitment to the task. Cause like I was all like, oh, cause he was like, oh yeah, who who I got winning the Super Bowl? I was like, yeah, it like, can go either way. I'm probably leaning a little bit towards the 49ers because they got a fake ass Justice League as team. And um, he was all like, yeah, I don't know though. I feel like the Chiefs are good. I'm like, you know, the Chiefs are good too. I'm not not mad at it. I do think they have a good defense. I but I do think the 49ers defense is arguably the best defense that they're going to be playing in this playoffs. 
all that. And I'm just like making points and whatnot. And this nigga's like, nigga's blowing. Like, this nigga is blowing Patrick Mahomes' needs, like, on the phone call. Because, like, he's all like, no, no, no. But Mahomes, Mahomes is so great. Like, there's no way that they're going to be able to beat Mahomes. This is Mahomes that we're talking about. And I, and, he, and I was all like, well, he's all like, Mahomes already beat them before. I was like, yeah, that was against Jimmy Garoppolo. And to be fair, I think Jim, I think Brock Purdy is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He said some crazy shit to me where he was all like, yeah, I think Brock Purdy could be top three. And I, was, and I immediately was like, no, he's not. <laughs> top three is wild. And I was all like, I still have, I have Patrick, Lamar, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Man, me and my one of my other friends, we went through all the fuck a whole bunch of quarterbacks because we were trying to see who um whether or not Dak was still arguably top 10, which I'm like, borderline, borderline, like nine. Lowest at nine, you feel me? You feel me? You, you can't name 10 other ones in the in the in the in the league. We were like, I'm dog, honestly, I might still have Jalen Hurts ahead of him. Let's let's not let's not go too crazy. Jalen Hurts ahead of um Brock Purdy. And that man had injuries. And setbacks and different and like com- two completely different coordinators on two sides of the ball while losing a significant amount of like teammates. So it's like let's not let's not be too ridiculous with what we're saying, of course. But yeah, I'm like yeah. like the the gawking levels were insane. Like it was it was to the point where there's someone in the back. In the back, uh, like uh, I was in the front seat, like passenger seat. There was someone in the back, and he was like, "Dog, the way you're talking sounds like you're a Chiefs fan. Like it doesn't even sound like you're a Giants fan or or any other fan at all. It just sounds like you're just a straight Chiefs fan because this is crazy." And man, even admitted to his levels of gawking. Man was all like, "Yeah, if the Chiefs lose, my phone is going to be burnt out with the amount of people hitting me up because of the way I've been talking." I'm like, "Yeah, dog, because you're not." This is not normal shit talk of like favorite players type shit. This is this is more than that. This is a lot more than that. But um moving past that, right? And then on the So I was like, I was really kind of end standoffish. Man, and I won't lie. I got home from the restaurant. All right. I wasn't even that person watching Super Bowl. I was like, I might have it on on the side. But my little sister was all like, me and my little sister had agreed to play Fortnite when I got home, bro. She and like she don't watch football. She definitely don't watch that joint for real. She don't know. So I was like, all right, bet. So she like, I get home. I'm like, yo, you ready to get on Fortnite? You know, gotta level up your battle pass. <laughs> She's like, oh, um, actually, I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl. I'm like, the Super Bowl. Oh, no, no, that's not even how it happened. So it was like, I came to her room, knocked on the door, of course, of course. And she, and I was like, you ready to play Fortnite soon or whatever? Or no, she came out and she was all like, so who do you have winning the Super Bowl? I was like, I don't really care about who wins. Like, neither of them are my teams. Kind of kind of have indifference for either of them. And then she was all like, the Chiefs are going to win. And that shit kind of blew me because I was like, nigga, what? Who the fuck are you to say the Chiefs are winning? Did you even watch the Chiefs, any of the Chiefs game this season? What are you, what are you talking about? And she was all like, Patrick Mahomes is going to win. I was like, oh, really? 
She goes. She puts on a red shirt to show her support. I'm making fun of her. I'm like, a red shirt? You know, both teams' colors are red. She rolls her eyes at me and whatnot. She's trying to take an entire the entire family pack, a bag of chips that we have, to her room for her damn self. Like, it's just crazy work. Like, you don't even watch football, bro. Why are you a Chiefs fan all of a sudden? Like, what is what made you a Chiefs fan? I hope you had to tell her. I was like, look, man. The only fan bases that you're allowed to be a fan of, if you're going to really be about this football business, is Cowboys or Redskins. All right? Because I've been a Cowboys fan since, since I can, I remember even knowing what football is, to be fair. This is me and my brother. I will say, sister, like one of my eldest sister, she's technically a Redskins fan. Technically. I don't know if she's still Clem or the Washington football team. Technically, my dad was a, a Washington football team fan too. So it's like we just kind of chose, me and my brother chose something else within the division. I'll say me and me and be more of a follower of, of the broski, of course. A young, as a young, a young child, man. That was definitely, that was definitely the thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are we, what are we really talking about now? Are we not just fans? Like, can we not be just regular fans? Like, you out here changing your fit for these niggas? For this ketchup eater? And I like ketchup, but come on, man. What are we doing here? What, are, what, is, what is going on? Let's, let's bracken, bro. Since, since we want to wear red and all, what's really bracken, bro? <laughs> Wearing gang colors to watch the Super Bowl on TV? Atrocious, atrocious work. And now, and then there's the San Francisco 49ers, all right? Which, to be honest, last year I fucked with them a lot, especially since I wanted them to beat the Eagles. And like, I felt bad because every single quarterback was getting heavily injured. Jimmy, Trey Lance, Trey Lance got injured first, then it was Jimmy, and then Brock Purdy is like leading them. And it's like, the, I love the Mr. Irrelevant story. But then it was, it was just got to the point where it was like, all right, then this get, guy gets injured in the fucking in the championship game. And I'm just like, God damn, bro. So I was actually rooting for them in the beginning. And then niggas want to put him on a pedestal all of a sudden and be like, he might be one of the elite quarterbacks in our league. And I'm like, all right, man. Like He's definitely better than where he got drafted at. I would argue that he's like, he's at what, People, he's what people thought Mac Jones would be. Like, especially after that first year when Mac Jones won a, made a Pro Bowl. All right. He's looking like a Mac Jones first year equivalent, Max. But let's also keep in fucking mind who he has. Let me see. Where does pro football focus rank 49ers O line? Online twentieth is crazy. Okay, let's say I, I I think they're like top fifteen, top ten. Part, but hey, let's say oh that was on the thirteen too. So Brock Purdy's been under pressure thirty nine percent of his dropbacks. 
That's three percent more than the next day. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Three percent, nigga. We're talking about three percent more than the next MVP candidate. He doesn't get anywhere near the credit he should for one, avoiding tax, and two, extending slash creating out of structure. He saves two to four possessions a game that result in either first or a touchdown. I don't think that's really ever been the case. Like resulting in a first or a touchdown. Oh, okay. I guess like if they're really like isolating those, okay. But let's let's look at their D line. 49ers D line has dominated through three weeks. Their D line, yes. There's not even like a fucking conversation. Their D line is definitely one of the best in football. They you can even see how they pressured Patrick Mahomes. Sweat Williams had that nigga like swimming at some points. By him, like that nigga, he he fucking it almost like he almost had a face mask, but he he had a a, a white or a, a loose palm. But he had a palm, and he then he let himself slide down and then grab that nigga. Like that's how it is. And then their defense, like all of the 49ers shit on Pro Football Focus is like overall team grade. Oh, I can't even see offensive. Ranking and grades, you have to pay for that. That's that's retire. That's re. That's very dumb. It's very dumb. Highest graded 49ers players in Super Bowl 58: Trent Williams, Juwan Jennings, Jar Brown, Javon Hargrave, um, Arik Armstead. But that's what I'm saying. Like Trent Williams is in there. And it was in their pockets. But I didn't like, I didn't like the, my issue with Brock Purdy now days was like the, 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 so the like quickness for people to throw that elite joint on him when his weapons all around were, were good. Like I'm pretty sure he has a top five tight end. He has Debo Samuels. Who's a great who's a great receiver? Ayuku is a great receiver. Christian McCaffrey, who arguably is the only other person who I'd have besides Lamar Jackson as my fucking MVP. Brock Purdy, no. I don't understand why he was even in MVP conversations when his when quite literally this the offensive player of the year was also on his team. I don't even know if Christian McCaffrey won off who won offensive player of the year. Christian McCaffrey, as he should have, as he should have. But that's what I'm saying, where it's like, you have, you're having all these weapons. You are, and the reason why I'm calling them the fake Justice League, because that's basically how they were set up. The LA Rams team was another, like, Justice League-ass team. But at least with them, they had a, they had a certified quarterback. I'll say this. Brock Purdy is the quote-unquote captain or leader of the team or the court, like leader in the sense of quarterback of the team in the same way that Martian Manhunter was the leader of the Justice League. Like, they're cool. I fuck with the character and all. But really? You got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern? You want me to, you want me to say you're the leader? I don't know, man. C-Mac was the Flash for real. <laughs> Fucking 
fuck. You want to argue? That's what I'm saying. You could argue like everybody like Batman was fuck was probably fucking Debo. Fucking Superman. You want to say it's Trent Williams? I can hear the Trent Williams talk for it. Green Lantern, Ayuk type shit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they had all the pieces. It was a super duper. It was a super. It was like it was literally like that L.A. Rams team. Whereas like if they lost to the Bengals that year, it would have been kind of saddening. At least for in this term, this was a better team than I like. The Chiefs are a better team than I felt like the Bengals were that year. So, because I still think. Uh, in totality, Mahomes is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. I don't, I don't think that was ever really necessarily a question. Um, I feel like that defense was definitely better necessarily than the um, that Bengals defense that year, which still had a great defense. You could argue that uh, Joe Burrow actually underperformed in a sense because that defense kind of bailed him out in a lot of those runs or in, in a lot of that run specifically. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't care who won because it was really like, yo, fuck these teams, fuck both their narrative. Like, I'm a narrative-driven guy if it's not my team. I want the one with the best narrative to win. And I was just like, if the 49ers win, I'm going to have to sit here and hear niggas say Brock Purdy is an elite-level quarterback. And to me, elite got to be, like, around the top five. Like, that's the same thing for, like, when I say superstar conversations for NBA. That's like five to seven, like four to seven around for me. There's not more. I don't think there's really ever been more than like seven superstars in NBA, like at a one time in the NBA. So it's like the rest of them are just stars and all stars type people. So it's like when we, when we really do this, it just doesn't, it's not genuine to me. That's really, it. it's not genuine to me. So it's just like it, I just I was just a big hater on that. The next thing that I was a big hater for, and of course, let me bring the theme song back, the hating theme. Yeah, this is back when we were kids, unexcited, we were kids, I'm a mama, now we want it all. Now we want it all. All right, now let's get to the next thing. AFCON. All right, AFCON. Now, now of course, first thing we're going to do is, since I don't really use... um. IG anymore. My fault. I just I opened IG and I actually have a message on there. Of February. First week of March. Yeah, somebody Somebody asked me if I'd be down to play Tekken.
All right. But uh, moving on from that, um, my fault, my fault is the AFCON stuff. And I'll be honest, I was hitting throughout AFCON to an extent. Like, after I knew Ghana wasn't really going to be making it, it was just pure hatred that was really stemming from me. Like, I want to say, so my the first guy I was really talking to about AFCON was, like, one of my homies. That nigga, he's from Cameroon. And this shit blew me because I was all, like, because he, he, his Cameroon won, and if Cameroon had tied, Ghana would have been able to make it. And I replied to his story, and I was like, that's a major. If y'all just tied, Ghana would have made it. And this nigga, the first thing he fucking replied to me was, why would you even want Ghana to make it? More embarrassment, downvoted immediately. Disrespectful. What's the point of that? We were just having fun conversations, man. There's no need, no need to be doing that, especially since you know one of our best players was injured. Wild, wild times, man. Wild, wild times. And then I told him, I was like, hey, man, I just want to say we qualified. And I was like, I'd rather be a playoff team, you know? Then he was all like, nah, bro, come support Cameroon. Then I was like, man, I might have to support Senegal or something. I don't know about y'all chances. Then he was like, LOL, all right, suit yourself. I was like, no, I was like, you know what? Oh, y'all finna be my dark horse. Just because I was like, if they beat Nigeria... That's all that I I want for them, bro. I just wanted these niggas to beat these sewage water jollof eating maniacs. <laughs> and these French, these French wannabe niggas, croissant eating bums, couldn't do that. Couldn't do that, bro. I was out on homecoming that day, drinking. I'm watching the score, and I'm like, you niggas, no. How are you? You suck. No. Oh, no. Shit was nasty, bro. Ended up, ended up being back in this man's DMs talking. I was like, and I was all like, and I was, and it was all like, already let me down. My biggest ops were in front of y'all, and you just let them run you over. And then he was all like, it was really only one guy. I don't even know. I don't even, I don't know if he's even Cameroonian. His last name, Gonzalez. <laughs> and I was like, damn, he was getting targeted. Well, we're going to root for Senegal and Angola together then. Then this man, <laughs> immediately, he was like, Angola? Angola? Question mark? Angola? They're good, but Angola? And I, was all like, I was all like, and I was like, look, I really just want to see Nigeria lose, and I don't want to see them happy. But on the low, I was watching them some of those Angola highlights. Now, it might have been hate fueled watching because I was like just seething. I was like, these niggas got to be the ones to take them out. Oh, yeah. That's good soccer gameplay. I love the way these niggas play football. This is going to be the one. These are going to be the guys. That's how I was literally looking at Angola. I won't even lie to y'all niggas. I won't even lie. It was like I was watching and supporting Angola just off of the pure hatred that I had for Nigeria continuing to win. <laughs> right. And then fucking and I was all like. And then I was all like, I just want to see Nigeria lose. I want to see them happy. And then he was all like, yeah, Nigeria and Ivory Coast got to go. And that's one of the reasons why I also was saying Senegal. 
Because fuck Ivory Coast. All right. I still, to this day, I remember 2015. All right. We're going to get into a little bit of that. You just let me build. Let me build. Let me build the story a little bit more. All right. Y'all niggas don't know about that part. Y'all don't know the backstory yet. I'm world building like I'm older in this bitch, bro. All right. And then Senegal flopped too. January 29th. And I literally said, dog, this is one of the worst AFCONs I've had to endure. Because it's like, I can't, every team I was choosing was flopping. Y'all were letting the ops on the opposite side of the bracket get to the top. I couldn't even see one of them knock out the other ones early, bro. I had to watch these niggas climb the fucking. And it's like, so as, bro. But don't worry, they'll lose to some small team. That's how it works usually. And I'm like, man, I hope. The nonsense that's going to be said if they beat Angola is going to be annoying as fuck. I don't even have much beef with Ivory Coast besides that Nigerians be claiming that team half the time. And I and, he, and my friend was like, nah, I hate Ivorians. He was like, LMAO. I'm like, I haven't met enough of them to really get me. But it was really like, mm, I'm about to talk about that 2015 time. Fast forward. These niggas, these niggas make it all the way to the African Cup. All right. I'm seeing I'm seeing one of my one of my homeboys, my cousins, my amigos, my pals. I visited this nigga in New York. And nigga changed his name. He nigga was Nigerian. Man. And nigga Nigerian now. And then today he wanna get on it. Oh yeah, I'm so glad Nigeria lost. I've been seeing the timeline has been so quiet. Man, you were part of that loud-ass timeline when you put that Nigerian flag in your bio. Traitor! It's not even the first time, too. It's the same man. It's the same fellow who went and said, Nigerian Jalaf is not that bad. Keep it to yourself, brethren. Nobody asked you for your opinion on your Jalaf. Why would you even say that? You even what what would what like and see see the way niggas will chat to get women is crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Let me stop. <laughs> uh, let me stop. <laughs> I'm just saying it was an Ija girl that gave him that jalaf, huh? And we know, you know, the way the way, the way men will talk to get women is not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. But literally, so Nigeria loses yesterday, man. And that's what I'm saying. This championship game was just terrible, bro. It was just championship day. Because I didn't care. I didn't care for either of the fucking teams in any of the fucking championship matchups yesterday. Whether it was AFCON or the Super Bowl, bro. I had no care. I wanted both of them to lose for real, for real. Because I hate all the narrative talk. At least Patrick Mahomes' narrative talk, not that bad. All right. But it's, we were getting hated on. I see, no, y'all niggas weren't. Sit the fuck down. All right. I know so many. Do you know how many Brady haters were, were itching and raving at the chance to fucking be like, Tom Brady is no longer the GOAT? You're like, come on, calm your, calm your fucking ass down, all right? I think we're not getting hated. I don't know if I ever really saw Chief hate for real on the timeline. It was just that niggas wanted somebody else to fucking win. That was really it. That was really all there ever was. And then, like, Then I was all like, I, I had one of my Niger friends, this nigga was complaining all over the fucking timeline about the way niggas were chatting to him and all that shit and all that. I just replied, because I'm just a regular, regular nigga, right? I just replied 
not even on my main account because I'm, I'm I'm done off Instagram for the most part. I'm just like I said advertising on my podcast account. So I, I was just chatting on my podcast account and I, I replied to a story and I was like, crazy work. Because the nigga remember a time just like this. This nigga replies, when did you, when did y'all lose in the finals? And I was all like, 2015. And you were on my line talking crazy. I was like, we lost to Ivory Coast. He was all like, did I even know you in 2015? This is the funny part. Nigga, we met that 2014, 2015 year. That was the year I met that nigga. That nigga was on my line. The year we met. Few, like. Six, seven months into us being getting closer and whatnot, that nigga was on my line talking crazy about his team that wasn't in the finals and us losing to Ivory Coast and how much he just wanted that to happen, how much he was craving that. How much, and his excuse for that for that was that, oh, yeah, there's an Iberian Coast man who, who's half... He, part of, he has Niger, Niger blood in him. He has Niger blood in him. So, you know, I have to support because it's Niger blood. I've never seen this nigga support any mutts in my life. I've never seen him support any half-breeds, any mutts. I remember even once before when he, he tried to get me and it would be like, there's no Ghanaian artist. It's just a Korean artist, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, hey, Vic Mensa, he had that Ghanaian. He's like, you're claiming mutts? You're claiming half-breeds? Is this what we're doing, Nana? Ha, ha. But here, here we go, huh? Here we go. That nigga said, LMAO, oh yeah. Moon, 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 moon. And then he was all like, damn, we lost to the same niggas. Then, he, then his excuse was, that was me in high school. Y'all, tell, y'all telling me you got the maturity of a high schooler? And I'm like, hey, I'm just saying, I remember. All right, a real nigga never forgets. <laughs> then I'm all like, I wanted both y'all to lose. Worst day of sports. I wanted no one that's in these championship games to make it. But Ravens and Lions sell, and every team, damn team y'all beat sold. I was rooting for a fucking Angola. I don't even know where they are, for real. All right, let's together learn where in Africa Angola is fucking located. They are around the southern portion, under DRC, and on the west of Zambia, above Nambia. Or Namibia, uh, Nambia, whatever. However you want to, they're north, they're north of Nambia, and west of Zambia, and then there's Angola. Nigga, I, w- I wish Madagascar came and fucking whooped niggas ass. Like this, I don't like even Islanders, nigga. That's how little I fucking care about you bum ass niggas. All right. Why did I have to see that? See these niggas. See, see some of the worst ops that I've ever seen in my life win. And then, and then these niggas is bitching all over the fucking timeline, bro. Hey, look, hear this nigga. Hear this nigga. I, I will say, this shit geeked me. This nigga said, them French Ghanians got nothing on us. And he was talking about Ivory Coast. That shit's nasty. French Ghanians? What the fuck? 
I will say I look. I kind of looked that shit up, and niggas were all like, "What's the difference between Ivory Coast and Ghana?" I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Is there, is this shit actually like even like a similarity? Is, is there something I should know?" And I won't lie, niggas was definitely on this nigga's head, and he wasn't even talking that crazy this year. He there have been multiple other like instances in football soccer where this nigga actually be talking a lot crazier. However, I didn't I didn't appreciate this the targeting. They nigga talk more about Ganyans and whatnot. Look, y'all niggas did the same fucking thing. Y'all niggas did the same fucking thing. You you want me to ask my my brother, who was friends with one of your homeboys' sisters, what she was talking in 2015? Damn near the age that we is now. Mom well, maybe a little bit younger to be fair, but still. You niggas weren't talking. You don't think y'all niggas were talking crazy when we when we had to we we made it to the World Cup and y'all niggas didn't qualify. Y'all niggas weren't qualified to be in the conversations to talk, but y'all still was chatting. Niggas getting upset, bro. Is it me or Ganyan celebrating more than Ivorians? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They are. They probably are. Y'all niggas is terrible people. <laughs> Let me stop. You Niger folk are terrible people. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Even on this podcast page, bro, I said real men such as myself didn't support Ivory Coast either. But the enemy of my enemy is a friend. So congrats to you lames. All right. Congrats to you lame ass niggas of the Ivory Coast. Clap it up. Congratulations. Another fucking AFCON win, you bum ass niggas. Like, that's what I'm saying, bro. And then because of all this shit, uh, I literally had to tell, on, on the next joint, on my joint, because I was like, these niggas is complaining all fucking day, bro. God damn, it's been a whole day. Y'all niggas still making more and more notes about this shit? God damn. God damn, bro. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all don't got no, no other fucking context. Y'all got no other shit to say. I lost. I get it. Shut up. <laughs> same way. Same way. Ghana lost. Niggas had it. You all niggas. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Congrats. I lost. Shut up. That niggas were getting getting far, far off penalties. Piss off. I literally post this one because it's like Nigerians are more upset about Ghanaians trolling them than losing the cup, and that's true. That niggas is hurt. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not gonna give you a shoulder to lean on. You go, go cry. Go cry river somewhere else. Respectfully, don't get my floors wet. I'm ass niggas, bro. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> one more time, one more time, bro. Play that, play the song back. Wait, wait, boy, you fall like shit, boy. Fuck a fuck a fuck them all. This is Compton doing on the number home. Oh my mama, now we won it all. <laughs> fuck off, get the fuck out of my face, niggas. All right, that's my rant about that app, the AFCON portion of shit. All right. 
that's the that's the AFCON portion of shit, right? Now we gonna switch we gonna switch flavors real quick. All right, y- y'all heard me mention homecoming, homecoming. When I went to that joint, I was drinking. All right, cause everybody could get the smoke today. It's haters one on one. It's hating one on one. All right. Now, this is my Brody the Brethren, the folk. He's been on the podcast a few times. All right. Let's get to uh, so many subscriptions on this account. Let me let me switch accounts real quick. Be easier, just easier. But I already promoted his podcast quite a bit of time. Financial Fitness Podcast. All right. He's actually just posted a new episode a few days ago. Four days ago, to be exact, on YouTube. Uh, it says four days. But um, I listened to his episode, How to Gauge Success, recently. Highly recommend it. I definitely think people should watch it and everything. Nigga almost lost to the Chiefs in his gameplay when he put it on there. <laughs> That's besides the point. <laughs> As the Vikings are. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But hey, nigga like me wouldn't know it lose. But even outside of the gauging success portion, all right? I, I made a note. I made a note about what time. What timestamp of this podcast? It was within the twenties. But he's talking about how we went to homecoming, and there's just some stuff that I would like to be made to to have a little bit more awareness drawn to, a little a little bit more decorum, a little bit more context. All right, and this portion is going to be the fuck thirty seven portion. All right. The fuck 37 portion. Damn. I actually cannot find that shit right now. To be fair, bro, because I put it in, like, a Discord server, and, like, a lot of these Discord servers, like, my Discord shit, I do not. It's not as organized as it may fucking look on the outside. (laughs) All right, but fuck it. I think it was around here. I'll look. Some shit that was damn near six months ago. Hold up, I need some water real quick. Hey, don't forget to get your water in. Water, so hold up. He said orange water. I guess he got the sparkling waters. I felt, I felt that he's not getting the good one. It's not the clear American brand. All right, we hating on all other brands of sparkling water too. All right. But it's straight. Again, of course, ignore the background noise that this has been popping off. I got the TV on. Let's get a little bit. But we go up to the stand. They had their oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. But we go up to the stand. It was me, him, and two others that we fuck with. But we were going to like an hour before they close and shit. So we run up to the table. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this girl, she's like, we only got smalls left. I wear a, a large medium on a good day, but large typically. I think the only one that could potentially fit was... Uh, me. Drew Malafie. I think. He, oh, he's talking about the smalls. Talking about the smalls. I think he said he was a small, but I don't remember. But yeah. Nah, I'm, so, pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure that man's a medium. <laughs> I do have one more five X. I said, damn. <laughs> that shit bad as a rough. But I was like, fuck it. Let me get that. Now, this guy is about to be like he said it first. Nah, we said it damn near the same time, nigga. If you want to say you said it a second and a half first, maybe. Maybe. But we said that shit at the same time. 
there's gonna be elite level hating. We're gonna be pausing multiple times between between and then this within this short story to add the adequate amount of context. And Nana was like, nah, I want that. And then my friend Logan said, nah, I want that. So this girl, she said, she put it behind her back. Logan, Logan for sure was a late mention. Logan for sure was a late mention. All right. But don't don't put me in that category. A nigga was on top of it. On top of it like Popovich, bitch. About a Popovich. <laughs> Whoever guesses the closest gets the hoodie. So she said a number one through 50. And this is and this is why I'm saying that shit was a setup. All right. That shit, that shit wasn't real. She didn't really have no real numbers. Everybody know when you got that number one through 50, there was two other people, at least two other people beside her, maybe three. Everybody knows that before you you start the game, you always got to tell the other people the number that you're thinking of. All right? that That's the only way to make it fair. Because how we going to know whether or not you're not capping for dude? So I look at it. I look at her. We locked eyes. Nigga, look, look, look. CCC, they locked eyes. These niggas were scheming. They're cooking the books. It's just like FanDuel. It's just like the casinos in Vegas. They're cooking the books. They are cooking the books. So even though I got my sunglasses on, so she probably can't see my eyes. I paused for five seconds. I said, I said 37. 37, nigga. 37. Fuck 37. How the fuck that even makes sense? This nigga gonna try and tell you the mythology before. Fuck that, nigga. Lucky homeboy Nigel's in there. That man's a real math major. We will really get it cracking. That nigga finance, I'm on engineering side. We both do math, but we're going to have to see the, what the real math math niggas be saying, bro. That shit really math. She says, let's see where you got that on the dot. Come fuck with me, because here's the method. Look, I try to tell, I try to tell Nana. Oh, my gosh. You're going to listen. You're going to listen to this. They didn't even say shit yet. I was the first to guess. She literally said one through 50. She didn't tell nobody what the number was. Literally, if you get literally when you play these games before, if you guess the number when you're not supposed to guess the number, usually you gotta restart. I ain't never seen somebody guess the number beforehand and niggas be like, oh yeah, no, it's not, you can't restart. Blah blah blah. Nah, bro, he got the number. Nah, bro. Just say you were jacking the kid and push it. And push on, bro. Just say you were jacking the kid and push on. All right, cause ain't no way. You watch you 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 seen that man, and you just like yeah he winning he got thirty seven one out of fifty. <laughs> no nigga nah bro we're not jacking that here. All right on the just talking podcast we're not jacking that. Maybe on the financial fitness podcast they're jacking it there, but on this just talking podcast on this network we're not jacking that. Let's continue. Shout out young dog. Yeah, I they almost had me say fuck dog. <laughs> almost, almost. This say someone says one through fifty. Pick a number one through fifty. It's not ever gonna be twenty five. Go to twenty five. And the reason it's not twenty five because that's too obvious. So you can either add or subtract ten. I always add because I think no one's going less. I don't think anyone's going less than twenty five. I mean, it does happen, but this, this method works both. It ways. does happen, but it's foolproof method. So go, go up or down ten. I went up, so I went to thirty five. And then add two. Because 35 is still too obvious. That's 15 away from 50. That's 35 away from zero. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah, add two or subtract two. But 33 is kind of obvious. And, again, go the other way. 
33 is obvious too? 33 is obvious? To whom? Who guessing 33, brethren? Who? This is what I be saying. They cooking the books, bro. Y'all niggas got lines, and they got to get above or, or under 33.5 yards, and they cooking the books because 33 is too obvious, niggas. All right? Don't don't ever do 33 for your over and under if you're doing out yards, niggas, because 33 is too obvious. Fuck that, bro. 13 kind of obvious, but 17's not. 37's not. I promise you, I bet more niggas get 17 than 13. Shit, niggas be talking about 17. 17 legal in some places. I heard niggas talk about 17. The number 17 more than 13. But we move. Let me stop. Shout out Josh Giddy. Yeah, that nigga had a 15-year-old. <laughs> oh, bro, what the fuck? You know, show me proof. I grabbed that hoodie so quick. I held it up. I said proof. And this and this is what really blew me, bro. Cause I had to I had to shut the fuck up. Cause it was like here, cause it was like when I said that shit, it was like when we were walking away and he he already trying to say his mythology and whatever. And I was all like, to me, I wasn't talking about that type of proof. I was I was like, cause I wasn't even talking to the girl. We had already walked off and we were walking to the next uh the next area that we were going to during that homecoming shit. And we already hopped up, uh, walked off, and it was like it was on some type shit where it was like um, we, me, and him were still arguing about it because I was saying, "Look, bro, she was jacking you, all right? That that hoodie, that whatever, she weren't she weren't trying to really give that to you. She was trying to give you, she was trying to make you guess her number for real. Her number probably ending thirty seven for real, nigga. All right, you missed your chance, type shit. That's what I was saying." And he was trying to say, no, no, the methodology, not nah, nah, look, the 37, the 25 plus 10, then you add two. Because you might be able to subtract two, but you can never subtract two because that's too obvious. But why even mention the subtract two then, nigga? Man, we off it. But like, man, oh man, dog. Man, oh man. That nigga. That nigga, bro. And nigga, I said, what is the mathematical proof, all right? Cause you, you know a nigga like me, I went through all, all the stages of calc. One, two, three, differential equations, all of it. I went through discrete mathematics. I know about my proofs. I know about the contrapositive, all of that shit. I was like, what is the mathematical proof for the formula that you're trying to outline? You know what this nigga did? He said, this is a proof. And that nigga pulled up the hoodie. That is not the proof that I was talking about. So it's fuck 37, all right? Any NBA player I see with 37, never supporting him. Any NFL players that wear number 37, never supporting him. Any soccer players wearing number 37, never supporting them. Hey, my number is 11. I've always been like 10 or 11 whenever I've been in classes, usually. So my number is 10 or 11. Shit, 21 on a... On a, on a on on certain days because it's like I shield twenty one type beat type shit. Like do do NBA do people even play wear uh play with the number thirty seven NBA players who wear or wore number thirty seven on basketball wikis. Costas Antetokounmpo. Derek oh wait wait Derek Fisher Meta. San 
Meta Artest, Meta Sanford Artest, and Nick Van Excel. To be fair, I've heard of Derek Fisher. Is this Meta World Peace? Yeah, Meta World Peace. Yeah, so Ron Artest had that. Okay, okay. In NBA history. And that nigga had multiple numbers. Ron Artest. It's the same with Derek Fisher. These niggas aren't picking 37 just to pick 37. Nigga, Derek Fisher wore 2, 4, 37, and then 6. I don't even know what year he wore 37. I don't, even, I don't think it was championship years. That's for damn sure. I don't think it was championship years. Ron Artest, 37. It seemed like 37 was one of his last numbers. I don't think it's still a hit championship. I'm just shy. I'm just shy. Who the fuck picking 37? Nick Van XL? Someone from the 70s? Oh, no, no. He was born in the 70s. But he was drafted in 1993. They, I don't even think they won anything. Oh, no. I probably, yeah, I probably recognize him more as a coach or a scout. He didn't even start his career at 37, bro. Ain't nobody picking 37 on purpose. That's what I'm talking about, bro. NFL player, there's probably a few more. Hall of Fame NFL players who wore 37. This time, we're only looking at Hall of Fame. Jimmy Johnson. 49ers quarter. From nine, he was born in 1938. So a Dallas, t- someone who was born in 1927. Deion Sanders is the only one. When did Deion Sanders wear 37? 2004 to 2005, a one-year stretch. Can he use it to match his age? That nigga was old. Done here. All right. Thank you for watching or listening to the Just Talking Podcast Hater Edition. Haters 101. All right. If you got anything from this episode, I hope you got the hating. This shit more than just something you do on your free time, on your downtime. Hating, that's just that's something you gotta work for. Something that you 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 either bred for or you not. Something that you only do when you can put the time and the patience into it. When you can actually put the research. Do all of that. Oh. Random side note, 49ers are all stupid because they are all like, they didn't know about the overtime rule. Nigga, that's just been in place for two years now. And, you're, and like your coach didn't let you know if y'all didn't know? That's weird. I'll say this, though. Don't y'all think it's weird that it's only in the playoffs? Why don't you just change overtime rules in general? 
why is it more fair in the like just why is it only fair to do it in the playoffs but not do it in Yeah. Who knows, man? Deion Sanders are usually wore 21, though. His usual 21 is already being worn by Ravens Pro Bowl cornerback Chris McAllister. So, yeah, fuck 37. Fuck Nigeria. Low-key fuck Ivory Coast, too, but hey, congratulations, losers. Um, Fuck the 49ers. Brock Purdy is not elite. Fuck your fake-ass uh, Justice League-ass team where you, where you expected Martian Manhunter to come and save you. All right. And Loki fucked the Chiefs too. Cause uh why the fuck not? Random cocksuckers gotta lie to the fucking people and say that niggas were hating on y'all and everything. No. Okay, look, get it. Go and have your little fucking sob story. Fuck. I'm out, bro. This is Doc Nan signing the fuck out. Let's stand on my hate and shit. That was the Just Talking Podcast.